Hello, I'm Kieran Edge and welcome to Overcast, the Chocolate Shape Podcast. Each episode will bring you insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. With silage season kicking off, we catch up with Damien Costello, sheep specialist, who discuss how we go about producing high quality, high DMD silage. Given its importance for use during late pregnancy, it's likely we take the necessary steps over the coming weeks to ensure we have sufficient supply and quality silage available for next winter. Damien, thanks very much for coming back and joining us on this episode of Obicast. No problem, Karen. Damien, I know it's a long way off, but next year's winter feed, really the preparation for that goes in now in the coming weeks and the steps we take has a major influence on it. We often hear that digestibility is king when we're talking about silage quality for sheep. Why is that the case? Digestibility silage, high DMD silage um, has a high metabolizable energy concentration and it also has high intake characteristics. So if yours are in high DMD silage, uh, they will be having high ME intakes, uh, which results in high animal performance. And in studies that were conducted in Athen Rye, um, you know, feeding DMD silage to house yours um, had very much a positive impact on uh, the old body condition at lambing and also the lamb birth weight. Um, so again, I suppose, the, the other the, the other main advantage is the p- potential to reduce uh, the concentrates fed in late pregnancy and the, you know further studies carried out Beth and Rye showed that uh, there was great potential for savings in concentrate feeding uh, when you had access to high DMD silage and I suppose in the year we're in uh, the potential to uh, make cost savings um, will, will be critical. Yeah, definitely and something we need to consider the one thing about sheep is look the winter period is shorter and the overall silage requirement by comparison maybe the cattle systems is less just maybe for a ballpark figure how much of that high quality silage do we need to produce and particularly maybe just for late pregnancy yeah if you take the late pregnancy period we'll say particularly the last six weeks and um, in terms of silage the standard silage bales you're looking at 30 bales per 100 shows. So as you say, it's a relatively small amount uh, of, of uh, feed stuff we need. So it's important that we focus on, on really high quality uh, material for that, particularly for that last period. So if we talk about high quality and high DMD, what steps can farmers take to produce that high quality silage? What will influence it? Influencer really is the is, is the, 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 the harvest date um, or the stage of growth that the crop is at. So the aim should be to be, to be harvesting really leafy material uh, and to be cutting it before the grass heads out. Um, it's important, I suppose, as well to bear in mind that when you're inspecting your crop that you, you look at the base of the sward also because where that begins to decay, um, dry matter will start to, to deteriorate very quickly. Um, so cutting date, I suppose, is, is one of the key points. Uh, the other points uh, would include um, having the, the dead bush uh, removed, have, so having the, the paddock grazed out properly before closing. Um, again, uh, having a, a fairly active wilt, if you're going for a wilt, um, and other factors including, we'll say, um, you know, good preservation uh, and ensuring that the, the crop is not, not lodged and that kind of thing. That delay, and look, at something, particularly in periods of broken weather, there is an inclination here to delay maybe for a week or two weeks to get a good opportunity, but the digestibility does decline rapidly every week you delay. 
Yeah, look, it's estimated that each week delay could 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 lead to three percentage units of a, of a drop in DMD based on, on studies that were done. So again, I think the advice should be, you know, to keep an eye on the weather forecast. Don't unduly delay the harvest date. You know, when you get that when you get that opportunity in the weather. Um, the, the best opportunity available uh, I think it's it's time to take the opportunity and don't unduly delay the harvest day on it. And when we are mentioning weather and broken weather I suppose in, in the past couple of years there's been a big push towards increasing the dry matter and bales and we've seen tethers and other devices become more popular is there a case Damien in, in some farms that were potentially overdoing it and leaving silage live for too long after mowing yeah, look, there's obvious advantages, I suppose, particularly with sheep, of having uh, relatively dry silage in terms of savings with uh, bedding and that kind of thing. But it does have a negative impact on digestibility if, it, if it's down too long, really. So I think the aim should be to go for a, a fairly rapid wilt, 24 to 36 hours after mowing should be the target, um, particularly where, where you have good drying conditions. Um, if you're talking about heavier crops, um, the, it, there, there are advantages to spreading that over the, the ground area uh, to help uh, achieve that quicker drying. Um, in terms of silage that's going into a clamp, I suppose, Karen, we'd be aiming for 25% dry matter at ensiling and uh, maybe a little bit higher dry matter, maybe 30% dry matter for bales. That should, that should be the target. Uh, but don't overwilt, I think, if, if you want high-quality DMD silage. You see a bit of a trade-off, so it is there. Like the other thing that potential risk of hidden and in broken weather is soil contamination, and in particular cheap and maybe more so in build silage, the risk of listeria is a definite problem, so it is. What steps can farmers do to reduce the level of soil contamination or that risk? Uh, absolutely, yeah. As you say, sheep are sheep are susceptible to listeriosis and if you have ground conditions uh, in a way that you're taking, the, that there are uh, clods of soil uh, ending up in your pit or your bale, um, it is putting your sheep at high risk of developing listeriosis. Uh, look, at if the ground is, is uneven um, or has been poached, uh, it potentially needs to be rolled at closing time to, to eliminate the risk of, of, of bringing in clods. Uh, the other issue, I suppose, is um, not mowing too bare and having your mower uh, set correctly so that it's not it's not skinning the ground and 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 taking up uh, taking up soil. Uh, the other one we mentioned tedding earlier on, I suppose again having your having your tedding machine uh, set properly so that it's not it's not unduly uh, uh, disturbing the ground and again risk increasing the risk of soil contamination. Just when we mentioned contamination, look, mold and other issues become an issue, and preservation is important. Any steps farmers can take to improve preservation of the bales? Yeah, absolutely. Again, it's a preservation in general terms. Well-preserved silage is generally higher digestibility than 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 poorly preserved silage. And the other issue, as you mentioned, is the the undesirable molds that you you don't want for for feeding to anything really for feeding to sheep. Again, in terms of the pit, ensuring that your pit is sealed and covered uh, fairly quickly after filling and that it's it's well 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 rolled and well sealed to exclude as much air as possible and um, again it's probably advisable uh, particularly for these high quality bales that you're you're targeting for the sheep may possibly the, the extra layers of plastic wrap and um, 
are, are, are beneficial. Um, again, as always, careful handling of your bales and storage and uh, you know, don't undo all your good work uh, by allowing the likes of birds or something like that to, to damage your bales. And um, it's important, I suppose, again, as always, to repair any bales that may, may have been damaged in transit uh, to, to seal them up again straight away. Just thinking, Damien, like we go to La for to produce this high quality silage. It's important where we store that and we know what bales there that we use them at the correct time of the year. Any advice or tips for farmers on that? Yeah, again, as I say, very often, I suppose, at farm level, um, you know, particularly on farms where they're um, using a rotational grazing system. Um, it's it's very often uh, used where they're skipping out heavy covers and taking them out as surplus bales. And as we said at the start, there isn't a very high requirement of, of bales uh, for a sheep flock. Uh, so very often the, the requirements are met by these, these high quality surplus bales. Uh, but it's important that you would um, identify them when you're storing them, that you know that these are your, your sheep bales or um, your, your high DMD bales. Um, and again, storing them um, in an area of the yard that they're going to be accessible uh, in springtime when you, when you want to feed them. Yep, so certainly don't waste them, make good use of them. Damien, I think you covered a lot in that, and there's certainly plenty to focus on for, on farm level for the coming weeks. And like, as you mentioned at the tail end there, the surplus bales is one thing with the high growth rates at the moment we should take advantage of. Um, thank you very much for taking time out to join us. No problem, Kieran, anytime. Okay, we're going to wrap things up at this point. Again, plenty of good steps to consider for the coming weeks if we're going to produce high-quality silage, and the emphasis should be on producing quality, both in terms of improving performance and as a cost-saving measure for the coming season. I will include a link in the description to a short technical article covering this in a bit more detail, and a short video clip on removing surplus bales. For any updates from the Sheep Programme, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chocolate Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us in this episode of Movicast. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to future episodes.